Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Our excellent adventure begins. Tell me a story. My name is Michael. My name's Anthony. It's like about a half an inch longer. You still gotta get those cans. Come at me, yo, bitch. Good job, everybody. Like both ways sound wrong to me now. Yeah, the Caribbean, because like that's how they say it in the movie is the Caribbean, yeah. but it is the Caribbean. Right. It's kind of like where teachers for like a period of time started calling it Uranus instead of Uranus. Yeah. Which in a way is worse. Right. But it was just to combat kids calling it your anus. Yeah, and that's never gonna go away. So just accept that that's here to stay. But do you think Uranus is any better? No, because <laughs> it's like anything, peeing. Uranus is worse. Yeah, it's worse. It's worse. I'll take your anus over <laughs> over Uranus. Uranus. <laughs> Uranus. It's the planet Uranus. What? That's right there. It's right. Why there. didn't people do that? <laughs> it's so easy. So easy to make teachers just knock it off. Well, good evening and welcome, everybody, to MA's <laughs> Excellent Adventure, where my name my is name, Anthony. And my name is oh, Michael. And we are going to tell you a story, but Michael's hosting, so I'll let him take it away. I just jumped the gun on that. <laughs> I was like, I, 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 I forgot I who was hosting. hosting. That's okay. Um, yes, like Anthony said, welcome to the show. We're so happy to have you. Before we jump in, I'd like to give a big thank you to our sponsor, Adam and Eve. AdamandEve.com. We're a little not a sponsor. Goes a long way. <laughs> uh, a little bit. Speaking of I wish. I wish we had a sponsor. I I I I don't know if I could talk about it, but Michael absolutely love, will. I would love to be sponsored by AdamandEve.com because I genuinely suggest them to everybody it's, you are if I anything mean, we sponsor them based on how much really, you talk about them honestly yeah um <laughs> also speaking of kind of that area of things i was just led on to a little secret a little <laughs> insider knowledge that it's not even a secret people know about it's kind of <laughs> on the down low low key no one really knows a little guy named jeffrey tubin was kind of Jeff in his tubin on a Zoom call. <laughs> that happened over two years ago. That was like, and, this, and I just heard about it like ten minutes before we started <laughs> recording. That was like twenty twenty one. But yes, Jeffrey Tubin, if you've never heard of him, was caught whacking it during a CNN meeting because he was a reporter, and he actually got rehired. Believe it or not. <laughs> And the best part about his rehirement uh, is they have the most uncomfortable uh, on-air interview with him before they talk about war and gun violence. Yeah. And it, by and far, is one of my favorites. violent with his gun. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe Coming out here, guns a-blazing. course of action. Uh, it was the lack of intercourse of action, if you think about it. Nice. Well, he was. Boom! Really we're on fire. In his action. <laughs> nice. Um, so yeah, the best part about this, uh, I we could t totally clip this or something, right, Michael? But like, oh, yeah. 
the best part about this whole interview is she the the co-anchor that he's with is just starting to talk about whatever and then she goes but before we do that i i feel just in case our viewers don't know the reason for your abstinence jeffrey why don't you take it away tell them every uh what we're doing or what happened where have you been and it, it seems so like vice principally of the lady but she's just like so oh you won't okay and then she tells everybody watching on cnn you were what masturbating he on a zoom you were masturbating call. on a zoom call uh <laughs> is, is that correct and he just sits there like uh yep unfortunately that is accurate and in my defense even though there's no defense i thought my webcam was off <laughs> and <laughs> anthony made a good point of what position was he in yeah if you're like going to town know. like this it's it's whatever, right? But I like do it every other episode, I'm jacking I, it. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. But was it offensive enough? Like, it was he like making faces? He was he being be allowed? Expressive. Was he standing that. up here? And even so, I'm on my tippy toes <laughs> right up. now. Yeah, he, he was Captain Morganing it. <laughs> he was Captain <laughs> Morganing. <laughs> do you think that people in the in the on the call when they saw him just saw a big bottle of lotion chilling right there and they put two and two together if he was sitting like this and also how do you not know your webcam is on it, like you have the preview beforehand <laughs> like you see the problem here right i think it, it he knew and he was like let's see how this plays out because maybe 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 if work. i go fast enough it. i like the idea that there were people who were on the call who turned their camera off, looked down at their phone, looked up 30 seconds later and went, oh my God. Like, <laughs> I, I think that that must have been what happened. I, what if he was accidentally muted himself and he thought he was talking and he said, hey, this meeting sucks. Let's all just jack it. And then <laughs> you, he didn't say that, but then he just figured, well, I'll get started. And then he you know, was like, what the hell? I thought we were off. <laughs> I thought we were all on board. Nobody said no. <laughs> so, so I thought maybe we were that all was it. Maybe he thought everyone was ready to go. <laughs> what? I thought you were going to say maybe he muted himself thinking he turned his camera off. In which case, oh. even if he if that was the case, can you imagine if he was unmuted, but his camera was off and they just heard all of the sounds and filling it there are so many of, ways this could have gone down. Puffin and puffin. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's that's our conversation. So, so Anthony, any other points you want to make, Michael, about Jeffrey um, Tubin? The best part is his name. He wrote a. He actually had a book come out recently, and I pointed over to Anna and I went, nah, he, "He was jacking it on CNN." <laughs> like, how do you expect to continue your career when everybody knows that, right? Maybe he wrote a book on like masturbatory techniques or something. What is the name of the book, even Jeffrey Tubin book? It is titled. The run for his life. <laughs> Wait, no, that was 1996. That was about OJ. Uh, the most... Oh, oh jacking off. Uh, <laughs> true crimes and misdemeanors, which could be another funny title. I think that's the most recent one. Either way, some of these Either write way, themselves. Was... A vast conspiracy. Maybe this is a conspiracy against him? Maybe he was doing it and his thought process was like, this would be great material for my next book. You know, I would read that book. I'd listen to the audio book because it'd be read by the author. And then he would have a detailed yeah. analysis of what yeah. happened in that meeting. A, 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 a presentation, if you will. If anybody who was in that meeting is watching this episode from any off chance, right? Can you please email us at michaelandanthonyadventures at gmail.com? I need to get the inside scoop on what it was like. Please. I want to know so bad. So bad. So bad. So bad. Ooh. Well, speaking of... Spicy way to start the episode. Anthony, why don't you tell them what we do here? 
Oh yeah, we tell stories. Uh, some people would say they're improv stories. Some people would say that they're uh, slightly structured stories. Either way, Michael has a premise for me and a character for both of us. And we're going to walk through this scenario and uh, do a little role playing together. So not quite the solo act that we were just talking about. We'll, we'll be duking it out dudes and bros style. Dudes and bros. Bros, bros and dudes. Absolutely. And before we do kind of jump into the whole storytelling, aside from the tubin, aside from Uranus, the tubin. Uh, <laughs> uh, is the Uranus bit going to be put in here? It is now. Otherwise, it is now. Now it has to. Um, we just got back like a week and a half, almost two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. From a little guy's trip. A little guy's weekend. The testosterone was flowing. I was so was skeptical of what was going to happen on this trip, Michael. <laughs> and it was just a lot of hot guys being dudes. It was a bunch of hot guys being dudes and a lot of walking around in the dark in the nude. Which is Maybe. what guys do on a guy's that is, that is Sorry what guys to... Do. Sorry to... <laughs> spoil that one fellas but i just figured i'd throw one to the ladies that's when your guy is going on a guy's weekend he's just kind of walking around naked in the dark in the dark in the dark yeah, yeah. so michael tell everybody what you want to talk about with that and then i, I got some anecdotes there's a few things um a lot of gaming which was nice gaming uh, was cool gaming was fun yeah. hot tubbing was fun i uh i felt like we should have started a twitch stream a hot tub live why didn't we do a hot tub live stream that's yeah uh, fuck. that, that would have been awesome. on twitch like they okay. usually have like the mostly nude women uh like in the bikinis and like some chads way more views than that we would get way more views because so much more interesting than that Oh yeah, we we sat in the freezing cold in the hot tub and that was epic. It was so cold that um I used a towel to cover part of my head and it froze to my hair a little bit. It was it was chilly. It was chilly to say. It was chilly a little chilly. Uh, but we did a little bit of gaming too. We did a lot of cooking. Uh we ate some <laughs> great food. It was just great meal after great meal after great meal. Um we also played a little game oh, yeah. that uh, I sort of, you know, got the foundation of, and then we made some tweaks, and it was a collaborative effort to kind of fine-tune it. Uh, mm -hmm. And I... it's called Serial Killer. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Are you throwing in some you special know, effects we'll, sounds? We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll throw in some special effects, some little things going on in there. Basically, the gist of the game is uh the killer everybody goes into a room into one room shuts the one door room. they're sectioned off the killer mm. takes that time goes around the house hides a weapon and a couple of clues to find that weapon for the the other people the victims will say the victims are in there and then once everything is hidden and ready all the lights in the house go off the killer hides away screams as if somebody had just died and the victims come out to investigate the scream and the victims have uh, X amount of time before the killer starts coming out and can start killing people. So totally in the dark, you want to hide, you want to run, you want to avoid getting killed and the killer is going around and he's trying to take you out one by one. But if the victims find the weapon, they can use it to take out the killer. You know what I just thought about as of right now? Because that game was phenomenal. It was awesome i think the only other change we could make to you know buff the the victims because the victims would go down left and right sometimes yeah. right yeah. i think the only way we could buff and uh the victims and nerf you know the uh the this uh murderer right or the serial killer what if the serial killer grabbed the body you know like the, they murder the person but then they walk them back to the space and they wait like 30 seconds to come out again that could have been a good thing and if i wasn't absolutely hammered every single night there i could have told you that idea that, but i was so gone idea. the entire <laughs> weekend yeah 
uh, the drinks were flowing. Uh, uh yeah. Everybody I'm... started morning drinking, and it just you just kept drinking. <laughs> Everyone started because I started. <laughs> <laughs> I walked in when we checked in at three, and by three ten, I already had a drink in my <laughs> yeah. hand. I was like, "Yep, we're rolling." Oh, it um, was, it was a good time. nobody wanted to share the Kirkland bottle of vodka I brought like this giant thing. Oh. And so I was like, you know what? I mean, I, I, I'm not going to bring this whole thing home. I might as well just drink it. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, I think Damon helped me a little bit, but I'm pretty sure sure. 80% of that bottle was me <laughs> over the two days. Yeah. There were eight I, of us. I weighed myself afterwards. Um, after everything had settled, like a day after the trip, I weighed myself because you're supposed to let your body metab. Uh, I put on three pounds from just drinking we, and eating. Yeah, we all. I, I went straight to the gym every single day. I've been to the gym <laughs> since that trip up uh, the past week and a half, almost two weeks now. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It was. Uh, it was a good time though. It was. It was nice great. It was away. awesome. It was super fun. Yeah, had some awesome times gaming and oh yeah, and doing all that mm -hmm. kind of shit. So it was a good. It was time. epic. That was that was solid. There, anyone out there who's on the fence, have a guys weekend. I got kicked in the head on the guys weekend. You that was in the head. that was fun. I lost a piercing. I still haven't replaced it yet. I need to do that ASAP or else I'll have to re they might have to re-pierce it at this point because I've put it off for like a week and a half. But you you lost a piercing. Damon totally ate shit on the ice. Oh my god. I hope Damon's back is okay. He's yeah, gonna that feel that when he's 40. Bruised and bloody, yeah. He just jumped on a frozen lake, just, and just blindly. Like a cartoon character, literally feet in the air. Fucking did a flip. Yeah, just age shit right on Dude, the I hope he's okay. He's fine. I'm sure he's, well, he's alive, and that's all that matters. <laughs> I, I've seen Damon go through worse. All I can picture is if he got knocked out, us having to get on the ice and carry him and off the ice. And there was like a two-foot gap. There was a two-foot gap, which is why he ice, jumped. So we would have had to try to... Gap. Be like, well, I don't want to get wet. <laughs> God. Well, Anthony. Um, speaking of, since we're talking about it, oh guys yeah, weekends, oh I'm yeah, suggesting people should go on a guys' weekend. I feel like, honestly, it's kind of a crime if you don't. And you know, speaking of crime, that reminds me of um. A little story that I have for you today. Oh, wait. We tell stories on this show? We tell stories, and I've got a great one for your ass. Okay. Hit me. So, while we're preparing things and while we're getting everything set up, I know everybody listening is just sitting in their chair, twirling at their hair, living without a care, except for when they're there. And by there, I mean that spot of pure rage and frustration as they are building up the energy to yell tell, tell me, me a story. story and we're ready to tell a story oh. Anthony are you ready nice yeah so Anthony your character. Your yes. name is Robin Steele. Ooh, Rob some steel. Is that what I'm doing? Robin's like Rob and Steel. Oh, Robin, Robin Steel. You are the defendant in an upcoming court case. Okay. You've been accused of masterminding a solo heist. Where so you say trying... masturbating. Masturbating. <laughs> I accused from masturbating. <laughs> I was like, I, I was like, damn, Jeffrey Tubin was so relevant. It's so on the nose. <laughs> okay, let's try bullet point number three one more time. Okay. You've been accused of masterminding a solo <laughs> heist where you tried to steal puppets from the popular children's show Puppet Pandemonium. Okay. You are a generally pleasant guy who believes in honest or who believes honesty is the best policy. So you're honest, nice okay. guy. Um <clears throat> but you're on trial 
for stealing some puppets. Okay. Now let's talk about my character. Mm. Maxwell Lawman. Maxwell Lawman? I'm Robin's lawyer who is trying to keep your honesty in check so we can win this thing. Okay. And the scene that we are in, it's a meeting between Robin and Maxwell. <laughs> We're going over the key evidence in the case so we can prepare our defense. Okay. Do you understand? Robin Steele, you're ready I got go? it. I got it right here. Perfect. And I know that you're just itching and bitching and you're saying, Michael, <laughs> tell, tell me a story. story. So let's tell him a story. So we set the scene. We are in the meeting room. And we're getting ready to go over some some evidence here on your case. And you just showed up. Robin! Robin! Oh, oh my god, I'm yeah. so happy that you're here. Hey, hey, um, thank you so much for meeting me. This is not looking awesome. Uh, so we're, we're really going to crack down. We're going to look at the... We, we, we've got three pieces of evidence here we really need to dig into. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I am... Um... I just really want to get this thing squared away because uh, you know, the birth of my kid's coming up and uh, I want to make sure I can see him before yeah. that happens. Uh, oh but even more importantly, I just don't want to be framed for something I didn't do. Okay. So you, you definitely, you're telling me right now you didn't do it. Honesty is the best policy. And I feel like between you and me, since we do have this privilege, I can tell you very certainly, um, I don't know if I can say this in front of a jury off the bat, but um, I certainly did not do this at all. I uh, I have an alibi. I have sure. uh, receipts. Uh, I have Good. all sorts of things. Things that timestamp where I was uh, during that time. So, okay. uh, yeah. Fantastic. Well, that's so good to hear because the evidence they have is pretty damning. So I'm I'm really hoping that we're able to really nail down our defense and be ready for anything that they throw at us, especially since you seem so prepared. You've got your well, alibis. You've got your receipts. Oh. We should be good. What was you good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'm good. I'm just nervous uh, to see what they have because I mean, if it makes me look like I'm in a bad light, I mean that doesn't matter if I did it or didn't do it. It, it matters whether or not the jury thinks I did or didn't, you know? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So mm. essentially what I'm going to do here, Robin, if we want to take a look. Um, <clears throat> so we've got your case file here. We're going to pull up a piece of evidence. Um, yeah. I'm just going to have you kind of explain, you know, explain what's going on with, with this evidence sure. here. Mm -hmm. And then um, we'll, we'll go back and forth and try to make sure that you know we're on the same page and what we're mm -hmm. what we've got is tight no contradictions um, yeah i really want yeah. you to be able to you know see your child and make for sure, sure. Get through. well i mean for what i pay you it's gonna happen so yeah let's just yeah dive well, in i guess we can talk about payment a bit, a bit later um, well what i'm going to pay you i guess i should say so right. yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah okay <clears throat> so first piece of evidence that we have here uh i wanted to start with kind of a big one just so, hey, if we can get this one squared away, I feel like we're good with the rest of them. So right here, um, we actually have CCTV footage of you in the puppet pandemonium parking garage the night that the puppets were stolen. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. it, and, and can you clarify that? That is you. In, yeah, in this... yeah, yeah. That is me. Um, well, I've been a big fan for years and years and years. Uh, I don't think that that camera timestamp is correct uh, because I was actually there a week before it said that happened uh, on, sure. on this camera footage. So you could check to see if that's doctored. Um, but that is me. That is me. I'm a huge fan. Um, and yeah, I, I really just wanted to get a picture the puppets uh, and get them autographed by the actors who play those puppets uh, because not only am I a huge fan, but my kid is going to be a huge fan and I'm just sure. prepping for their birth because I, I don't want their first image uh, of the world to be the scary hospital room uh, or even their mother. I want them to see pa uh, puppet pandemonium. Puppet pandemonium. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I totally believe you. I'm on your side. So what I'm, I'm, 
Yeah, well, honesty is, to me, what, let's see, uh, hot dogs is to pigs, you know? It's part of it, you know? Or it's it's the entire thing. Sure. Mm -hmm. I think I follow you. Yeah. Look, I'm just trying to win this thing. (laughs) Honesty or not, we're just trying to get you out on top. Well, honestly, I'm being honest here, so. Sure. And I, no. yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I'm gonna pull just a few holes, or throw a little curveballs, see yeah. kind of how. Just because I feel like if they do that to us, we need to be prepared. Okay. Sure. <clears throat> so, first thing here, you mentioned uh, the timestamp could be doctored with. It, it is pretty state of the art um, tech that we're working with here. So, okay. Let's say they don't buy that. Let's say that that they don't. You know. Sure. Like, now this is exactly what it is. I mean, how are we? Mm-hmm. You know, w- were you there that night? I was there a week before they're saying I was there. Um, I know that certainly I was there uh, a week before this time frame, but that is a picture of me. Um, Clearly that is clearly me, Uh, but who's to say that this didn't get corrupted or overwritten, right? And if they don't believe that, then they don't believe that, but I'm being honest here and I'm gonna tell them I'm honestly not buying that, you know no. okay mm-hmm. um and then it does uh, on the stamp so the date it you know is doctored we'll say sure or 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 some kind of it, it's incorrect uh the time mm-hmm. however it looks like it's a between 11 11 30 p.m generally there's nobody in the building uh, aside from maybe the the janitor or something at that time um sure is the time do you are, are you thinking that's also doctored because there there doesn't look to be a lot of people in that parking lot I thought it'd be a lot easier to chat with the actors one-on-one if there wasn't a crowd. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, let, let's be honest here. If there's a huge crowd and then there's little me, do I really stand out compared to them? Okay, so... Okay. Okay. Did you meet the actors there? No, I did not meet the actors there. They actually left. Um, they they must have gone home at that point. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then did you just turn around and leave uh, when you realized that they weren't there, or or what what happened after that? Um, I left. I turned around and I left. Immediately, I walked up. Immediately, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I left as, as quickly as I needed to. Honestly. So I feel like you're being a little vague. <laughs> and I, honesty is the best policy here. Honesty like is the I best said, policy. I believe you. I believe you. I just need to, to see. So you left. Did you? So let me walk this through and see if I'm incorrect. You pulled into the parking garage, right? Got out of your car, walked through towards the building like we can see in the footage here. Mm-hmm. Uh, realized doors are locked, nobody's here. Turn around, back to your car, took off. It, and I'm not missing any moments. That's exactly what happened. That is what happened, yeah. <laughs> is that exactly what happened? That is exactly the order of things that happened, yes. Okay. In that particular order. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the way yeah. I think we can we can spin this. Sure. Uh, you know. Well, we don't need to spin it. I'm being honest here. No, I understand. But that, but, but, I... but spin it for me. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so, so spin it, Meister. Through. Okay. So, you know, you're a big fan of the show, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Birth of your child's coming up, and we can definitely use that in there as well. So yep. uh, your child's mm-hmm. being born, and, mm-hmm. you know, you wanted to take the opportunity. You, you were in the area. You wanted to stop by and check and see, hey, is anybody here? This would be a good time for you to stop in. If there is somebody, you don't have to fight a crowd. You don't have to whatever. It's just uh, uh, just to see if there's an opportunity for you to get an autograph, um, something special for your kid. And uh, you showed up, you realized that nobody was there. Um, and so shrugged your shoulders, head back, took off. And that was that, the end of it. That's exactly, yep. Yep, that's exactly, I mean, that's exactly what I said. Um, but yeah, that, that's exactly what I said, yep. 
Okay, and then and and then um, just the the camera mal- must have malfunctioned because the time is incorrect. Um, you were there. Do you do you have any kind of proof that you weren't there at the time of the? Um, I uh, no more than you have proof that you weren't in the president's bathroom when he just left last week. You know what I mean? Like, do you have proof that you weren't in the president's bathroom last week after he left? No. You said you had receipts. Is there? Any- oh yeah, yeah. Um, I I do have receipts. Um. Yeah, I have my subway receipt from earlier that day. I, I hand it over to you. Well, that isn't the most helpful. Well, it, it just proved that I had eaten. That you ate that day. Mm-hmm. So and well nourished. Yes. Well, okay. usually, okay. So here, here's the situation. Um, if you look at this video right here, right, you can see I'm walking normally, right. Yep. Normally, after I eat a Subway sandwich, and what sandwich does that say right there? Uh, pizza sub. Yeah. When I eat a pizza sub, I have a particular walk because, you know, like when you eat a big sub, you're like, ooh. See, that video, I have that particular walk, as you can kind of see this way a little bit. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Let me rephrase. I don't have that particular walk in that in that particular frame. Okay. Can can can't you see? Yeah, I was getting my story straight here, but it's not because I don't have the story straight in my head. It's because you keep putting these false facts in my head, I'm, and it's messing with my honesty. I'm sorry. I I'm just trying to give you what they're going to give us, so that. We're so ready as you can see in this video, I'm walking normally. Yes. Right. Okay. So you're walking normal. Don't mm-hmm. have but on the date of. But on the date that the theft happened, I had that subway receipt, and I wouldn't have walked as straight as I was walking in this video. Okay. Because I would have been okay. walking with a little bit of a waddle because I'm so engorged. So, so yeah. I think, okay, so I think that that can be enough to get us through that. Okay. Great, yep. Um, okay, so pr- pretty pretty good on that one. Um, I'm going to mm-hmm. bring up the next piece of evidence here. Um, sure. They had to be thorough in their search of your house when going through this. Um, so I, I apologize. I know this is pretty personal, but we did find your journal. Um, Wait, was a, you went through my journal? I didn't go through your journal. The investigators went through your journal. Okay, fine. Okay. I, I, not not up to me. I, I don't get to make those okay, decisions, yeah, but I do yeah, want to address sure. what we found because there was a, a there was a entry dated on the date that the puppets were stolen. They didn't said, see... Um, it said today is the day for the big puppet heist. Big puppet heist is in all capital letters. And then I do mm-hmm. think, actually, um, there there's a little footnote uh, on the back side of that page. Yeah. Uh, that says nothing like a little subway before a big puppet heist. So, again, like I believe you. I'm on your side here. Yeah. The story's making sense. I'm mm-hmm. totally following, but. You know, how are we going to explain a way that you have a journal entry talking about the heist on the day that the robbery happened? Well, I really wish I didn't have to go into this because I didn't think anybody would be reading my journal. Sure. Uh, but can I be honest with you here? Please, please. Um, they. I hope they didn't photocopy it, but they probably saw some of my erotica and um okay the so as you can see clearly um the subway footnote yeah mm -hmm, that would mean that i was talking about this heist with the subway footnote um i was writing my final chapters of my erotic novel about the puppets on this day in the subway okay and i and i and i really hate that you're laughing about it but i'm not laughing um, it look look it's 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 something that i am proud of okay i'm not gonna say i'm not proud of it 
You have every right to be proud of this. I'm very it's proud good. of it's my work here. It's good to be. It's good. You you can read it. I didn't read it. I didn't. What read did it. you think about the the conclusion? I thought it was a bit too wordy, but uh, it was a bit rushed. I felt like mm -hmm. you were just kind of padding. Got it. Um, I'll work on that, but I, I, it, it's still in the development phase right now, so you weren't supposed to see it at this point. But what? Well, again, I'm just trying to tackle the evidence so that. Yep. So on the subway day, um, and then the uh, the big finisher for the heist, in air quotes. Uh, I, I'm sure you can put that together uh, of what that might have been. Um, yeah. It wasn't on a Zoom call with my colleagues, I'll tell you that, but, uh... <laughs> so, okay. So, uh, next question, please. Okay, so just, yeah, okay, let's kind of run through the whole, just so that, okay, so they, they bring it up, you know, and we just say, look, um, my defendant here is, has, uh, dabbles in some, um, erotica. I wouldn't say some. It's it's more than that. If we want to be honest with them, we should paint them the full picture. Okay, I have dabbles, 14 volumes written. Um, dabbles in a healthy amount of erotica. Uh, 18 copies sold worldwide. Okay. Wow. Okay. Um, and feature being a fan of Puppet Pandemonium, felt inspired to write this story. Uh, also being a fan of Subway, as we could even clearly see... Um, on the on the receipt there mm -hmm. that you know the the two worlds just coincided it, it it's absolutely a coincidence uh because he was just writing puppet themed erotica um, it really doesn't then, paint me in a good light but yeah i i, I do have I, to say that yeah you you keep going I, I i didn't mean to interrupt sorry no that's okay i know it's still in development can you kind of just run through a little bit of the story so that if they ask any questions you're able we're able to just say nope this this you know kind of able to provide some backup uh evidence to deny this being evidence yeah so the the overarching story has a lot of themes um sure. it's kind of an allegory about modern day um how do, how do i say um like modern day nipple twistiness in the industry if you know what i mean sure. so so the storyline is birdie one of the main puppet pals as your prop or puppet pandemonium pals as you're probably familiar with um yeah. without going into too much explicit detail um it's the character's name is uh um uh robert uh and he enters into the space and it, it starts as like a bit of a voyeurism kind of thing right like i i'm acknowledging that birdie is doing her thing but then they develop a relationship uh and some people say it's fan fiction it's not fan fiction that's degrading to the genre of realistic fiction uh and i can say realistic fiction because well Anyways, I um moving on. Um, it's it's more so just you get the picture. It, it concludes with them driving off into the sunset, uh, sure. towards uh Las Vegas, where the pandemonium really goes to the next level because they're not supposed to talk about what happens in Vegas. So that's where Volume Fifteen sure. comes in. Okay. Um, but I'm not expecting the jury to have read the previous 13 volumes, so I don't know how the context of this would really make sense. Uh, and if they try to argue against it, that should be part of the evidence is reading all 13 volumes beforehand. And they all have to own their own copies so they can be, you know, private when they're reading them, you know? Right. So, and I, you yeah. know what? I absolutely agree. Uh, and, 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 you know, yeah, uh, big, big puppet heist. Today is the day for the big puppet heist or something like that. Mm -hmm. and I feel like, you know, we could say it's less so a heist of a puppet and it's more so a heist of the heart you know you, th this robert character is sort of stealing the heart of uh birdie in a way the reason why i didn't want to really talk about this and bring it up is because i am still working on the trademark on the book title big puppet heist Sure. So I didn't want the copyright to be infringed upon because I don't technically have the copyright for it yet. So that's kind of what's going on here. But got yeah. it. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I'm sure they'll understand. I, I I have. I'm being just so forward and honest here. I don't know not, how they couldn't believe what I'm saying. I couldn't yeah, even make no. this up if I tried. So. No, I, I, okay. So 
so we go through and yeah so they bring it up explain the journal and everything my my defendant here he you know writes puppet erotica um he's fairly successful uh as a healthy amount uh, can you change that to very successful very just successful. so we paint the full yep yep mm -hmm. very successful puppet erotica writer uh author and this is um a the newest installment in his series of you know uh, puppet erotica uh, it's still in development and so that's why it was sort of hidden away mm -hmm. um, yep I, I think we yep. I think we got that one I think we nailed that one down so the last piece awesome. of evidence here it's a tough one um, so we're gonna have to figure this one out because it's a little tricky but yeah. um, they did find the puppets that were stolen in your home so they they found these this is a picture of them in your closet mm -hmm. do you know i mean kind of i guess what's going on with that what's the situation yeah which address was was this at uh the um address that we have on file here it's, it's yeah uh, let me take a look here oh, oh the 23 address yeah that's my workshop that's my workshop home like i said i'm very successful i have two homes i have my primary residence which is where my wife and my soon-to-be child will be staying yeah. and um that location I don't want to disclose to the public because I don't want to be uh, doxxed, but as a, as a very it's a very yeah. big house and it's filled with lots of things. It's got separate rooms for just about any activity you could think of. Uh, this, however, is my workshop where I am developing life-sized models of the puppets used on the show for people who read my erotic fiction realistic fiction and the reason why i say realistic fiction is because once it gets a bigger following they can make this fiction realistic to them are you understanding kind of what i'm saying here i deliver these puppets via mail and then people who read and are inspired by my work they're inspired to order realistic replicas of these puppets and then they can use the puppets to kind then, of follow along in the story. Yes. Um, I mean, if we want to be honest here, you could use the puppets to fuck, right? Just painting that point blank up front for all of them. But yeah, you can use whatever okay. verbiage you want, but make sure you explicitly say that bit so they understand the intention of these puppets. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. And these are models. These are replica models here. So not... They, these absolutely you're saying right now these are not the ones from these are not the puppets no but if they if, if if puppet pandemonium really wants these puppets back they'll have to order them from me well i don't know what they will <laughs> if I'll they want honest. they can order these they can special order these from me essentially sure yeah okay so they bring up the puppets and you know my client that the where these were found was not his primary residence it was his workshop where he's building uh public puppet replicas in order to um as sort assist of yeah yeah well well it is merchandise it's not even of it's sorts it is a merchandise yep as as merchandise to go along with the erotic novels with the realistic fiction mm -hmm. um in order to make the fiction more realistic. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So these mm -hmm. puppets are unrelated to the puppets that were stolen. Well, they're inspired, but they're, they're not inspired, the... Right, yes, right. but yes, As yes, in, but they're, they're not, not identical. The mm, okay. Not the same puppet. And these were created by my defendants. Mm -hmm. And you can kind of tell by the splotches, the, the faint white splotches on them, that uh, it's not... I mean, that's just the craftsmanship. I'm trying to get it up there, essentially. But uh, they're not the exact ones. Uh, that's excess glue um, from because these are okay. prototype, as sure. you can see right there. Uh, okay. Like 
specifically where the tongue should be. It's just it's messed up right there. Sure. Okay. Um. Yes. Okay. Great. I think we have everything. Uh, unless there's anything else. Um, I mean, it, it's you believe me, right? I believe you. Good. Okay, so we're gonna. Okay, so the CCTV footage, the the camera malfunctioned. That footage is from a week prior mm -hmm. to it. You yep. Because you're a fan, you were mm -hmm. hoping to catch somebody at a time where they would maybe be more available. You found out it was uh, vacated and yep. not open, and so you turned mm -hmm. around and left. And a big reason for that is you have the subway receipt to prove that you're not bloated like you would be if that took place on the day that the heist took place. The journal entry is in reference, uh, not in reference, but it is a, a developing story, a developing um, entry in your uh, realistic erotica um, puppet series uh and so was sort of caught out of context it, the evidence being brought forth is out of context and in yep. order to actually include that as evidence the jury and everybody involved would need to familiarize themselves with the rest of the series to understand those worlds colliding and understanding that it is a total coincidence and then the puppets here were not the puppets from puppet pandemonium they are manufactured by you to be used as merchandise to go along with your puppet erotica. Uh, I don't think I can be any more candid than that. Okay, let's. Um, I think we're painting the whole picture is not easy, but it's easier if you're honest with everyone. So I figure, uh, yeah. Okay, um, I mean that's all the that's really the big evidence that they've got against you, and I feel like. <sighs> You call that big man. evidence? I say we got this easy. Once they hear my my uh, my interrogation, once they hear me on the stand, I'm pretty sure they'll be convinced. Okay, I mean the the, the court case, the, the trial is tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So if you're solid, the story doesn't change. I don't know how it could possibly change. I'm being super forward with you. It's the truth. Okay. Um, and I'm not ashamed of it. Maybe we don't talk about fucking puppets. In that, I think that's critical to paint the picture. But you could use whatever word you want. But okay, the it's critical they understand the intention you, of. You, uh, perform coitus with these puppets. The ones that I'm selling. Yes. They were prototypes. I had to make sure that they were satisfactory to the for manufacturing purposes. So, I mean, do with that what you will. Sure. But, and, I mean, and... I'm not selling these units. These units are mine for uh, understanding the user's experience. Okay. I can't sell something I don't use myself. And then, and then just so we have kind of all of our bases covered, do you have the receipts for uh, the materials used to make these puppets by chance? I do not. Do you know when about you made the puppets? I made them after I wasn't able to make uh, and my acquaintance with the actors last week. Okay. So I made them myself. I've been, okay. yeah, I've been sewing and crafting for better part of uh, my adult life. Okay. So it doesn't take me long to build things like sure. this. Uh, I don't have the receipts because I'm not a registered business as of yet for uh, this particular industry. So I didn't see a purpose in keeping the receipts. I could explain that to them. Maybe they'll understand. Okay, let's uh, let's get your bank records just to so that that shows the transactions in there. Just so we have it covered and we're like, hey, you know, here's where he bought the materials and everything. So that you know, Wait, so, I need. So that it's really airtight. I, I need a bank account. Did you use cash? Yeah, I'm a cash-only household. Okay. Why do you think I didn't have automatic billing through you? No. It's cash. Yep. Okay. Well, with a hope and a prayer, we can get through this, and you can see the birth of your child. So. I'm gonna right. see the birth of my child. Okay. Okay. Well. Okay. Thanks for meeting with me, uh, Robin. Yep. I really hope. Uh, I think. I, you know, things should go well, 
and and I think we're gonna be okay. So, well, Maxwell, considering how much I'm paying you, if I don't, we're gonna have a bit of a problem. So you haven't paid yeah. me yet. What I'm going to pay you. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll see you tomorrow, and we'll see how. See you tomorrow. So tomorrow happens. The trial takes place, and at the end of the day, the Ugh. newspapers couldn't print it fast enough. Mm -hmm. Not guilty. Oh, that's what I'm talking about, Maxwell. That is why I pay you what I'm going to pay you. I can't believe we got away with this. And scene. I don't know what we got away with because <laughs> I, I, I built all those from scratch. I'm a hardworking American. <laughs> oh my! Did you God. have? Did you have two options, or were you just banking on me not being guilty? No, I just banked on you not being guilty. I. Oh my God! Even, so what I had envisioned too yeah tell me what you were picturing because this could have gone south real quick what were you well, picturing what i was here? picturing was that um you were like oh yeah that's me walking to steal the puppets and i'd be like okay <laughs> how are we gonna spin this oh so, so you end, were gonna like, do the work <laughs> so it's like i can't fucking believe that this worked <laughs> well it, and it went in a I love where it went. I absolutely <laughs> love where it went. I <laughs> up in erotica so, was not something I thought I'd be discussing today. Well, I think Jeffrey Tubin inspired this whole episode here. <laughs> so yeah. Funny. Wait, ahead, what? Yeah, you go, you go. Oh, I was gonna say the really funny thing when I was coming up with the premise, I was like, I feel like we've had some like really sexual moments in the last few episodes i'm gonna do something not sexual <laughs> at all and it immediately turned right into the <laughs> which i'm very happy with where we got because puppet erotica is amazing so do you think that robin Steele did it or not <laughs> in the same way that do you think oj actually... did it or not yeah it's kind of hard to say because his... <laughs> He's very honest, but also he's very vague about some. He's things. so honest. I think he's guilty of far worse crimes. Than <laughs> stealing puppets. I think he's. I think what he's done with his other yeah, these puppets is more criminal worse. than yeah. stealing. <laughs> I like the idea of having a full jury trial for essentially what is a children's toy. Like yeah. it is a prop in a show. <laughs> If someone stole Elmo, do you think they'd go on trial? Elmo probably, but like, what if they stole Bert? Do you think they care about Bert? How many Elmos do you think they have, though? Do you think they have like seven? Oh, they've got to have dozens sure of Elmos because, of Elmos, yeah. I mean, if they didn't, Elmo would get dirty over time, yeah, just right? Yeah, they probably yeah. Just it and grab a new one. Yeah, I don't know. Who is the least likely Muppet to be stolen, do you think? Hmm. I would say, like, if a uh, Muppet got stolen, the scientist one, I think, it has like scientist short one. one. Oh man, who are you talking about? Let me, let me huh. pull it up since we're sharing. yeah, yeah, share it, yeah, share that screen. Who are you talking? About? Also, those three puppets were so funny because. I was picturing like Five Nights at Freddy's puppets. I was not expecting. Oh, that guy! Yeah, I wouldn't steal him. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't steal him. The this one maybe. You yeah, should Google maybe. worst Muppet, worst Muppet, and see what pops up. The five, five worst, worst Muppets. Muppets. What do we got? What? Okay. Oh, hold on. Beverly Plume. Okay, I don't know who that is. Looks like a turkey. Ugh. Ghost of Bond. Oh, ever seen in my life. That is so uncanny. I for our that. audio listeners, picture that. like picture the ring. That. If the ring had an AI like Snapchat filter over its face to make it cute, I'm gonna throw up a video. I'm gonna throw. Up I'm, I'm just gonna throw up. I'm just gonna throw up. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pop up a picture of it on the youtube version so if you want to yes oh yeah you you have to put picture chip the it guy 
Chip the Chip IT, the IT <laughs> guy is how I pictured fucking uh, Tektron from last week. Timmy Tektron. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Miss Mousy. What? What? She's cute. Yeah, Miss Mousy's okay. Miss Mousy's okay. Oh, oh my, my gosh. No, thank you. Who approved that design? <laughs> Uh, those are the five worst. I think three of those five are terrible. She, I thought they're just gonna be like boring, like Miss Plume, like the chicken or turkey or whatever. I thought that yeah. was gonna be like just boring stuff. No, those are horrifying those were looking. The scariest things. <laughs> so yeah. Well, Michael, what was your favorite part of this episode? Oh, um, my favorite part was when you started talking about puppet erotica. I didn't see that turn coming at all. Uh, so that tickled The me. Big Heist is the name of his 14th erotic book. <laughs> I, I couldn't hold back the giggles at all when you started talking. <laughs> My, I, didn't, I didn't see that, that curveball coming. I think the fact that you included the subway at the bottom, you're like, oh no, subway goes great with heist or whatever you <laughs> said ice, yeah. i really just had to pause and think how do i spin this because <laughs> yeah, I, it's I, no I, longer i wasn't no i was at subway eating a pizza sub and writing this book i yeah i i could see the the wheels turning but i knew you'd get there <laughs> and i love that too because i'm like you're really thinking like how can I, <laughs> I was being honest i'm not spinning anything no, I, I was just being all. straightforward straightforward yeah count the exact details of the oh yeah well i mean i might keep a journal i don't write everything in the journal yeah, detective so oh yeah what was your favorite part of it my favorite part i think was when you pulled up the three puppets found at my house and I could no longer deny that I had these puppets and having to say, I make these puppets for people to follow along in my book. They can recreate this. And then, the, the, the thought of having a voyeurism erotic novel of these puppets. And so you have to put it in a separate room and peek in on this puppet <laughs> and use your imagination reading this book and then continuing is so gross to think about. Dream. It's I really hope thing. all of our relatives watch this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. The worst thing. Well, last week we did have an erection a, 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 a robotic erection. erection yeah but that's funny that but the funny. week before was the the vi podcasts episode or no it wasn't even just vi podcasts it was other peeps was... were they all vi podcasts yeah oh, pals yeah. pals yeah yeah, yeah pals but then the week before i think was the worst one for them to watch <laughs> which is cake that sluts was... <laughs> that was pastries priests and uh something else i don't even know what the third p was but I yeah know, but it was yeah no I, yeah that was good been on a hot streak i think oh yeah good. oh yeah good. <laughs> um well good 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 um anything you wanted to cover before we kind of gtfo in a way uh well not gtafo because gta doesn't come out until next year but ff7 final fantasy 7 rebirth comes out next oh, week yeah. and i am so fucking excited to play the game but i'm so frustrated because i don't know if you've noticed with not just and like that particular franchise but a lot of big game studios are starting to give like they i knew they always gave review games to like ign and review things to like review sites or like big game yeah. companies now every single person who labels themselves as like an influencer gets a fucking key or like a digital key or their own copy of the game a week before the game comes out or two weeks before the final fantasy seven the rebirth uh keys went on on monday i think this week and it doesn't come out until next thursday do you know but here's the thing is these streamers they're not reviewing them on their own time they're streaming it and playing it and then the community who's watching the stream are talking about it a week and a half before the game comes out so why don't you just 
release it either release it when like the streamers do or like a day or two before maybe but like the, there are people who have already finished the game and i thank god i've avoided any spoilers and i know how the story yeah. goes on the original but like they're gonna be twisting and turning and all sorts of stuff can you imagine if they made a brand new lord of the rings game it's supposed to be the entire trilogy it's gonna be epic it's a remaster they're gonna change up some stuff there's some extra lore michael yeah and Bigly Wiggly 69 on Twitch got it two weeks before and all of the new lore things got spoiled beforehand. You might be into it, but if you were looking forward to playing it, you'd be pissed off. Yeah, yeah. that sucks. Also, like, the exclusivity of it all makes it more exciting to That's be like... That's the thing! Because now, yeah, now it's, it's just like fucking anybody can just... Well, yeah. like, anybody who has, like, 2,000 Twitch followers or whatever can play it on stream to promote it, but... Yeah. Like, then they finish the whole campaign, and then all 2,000, 5,000, 10,000 viewers see this whole thing, and then they're talking on Reddit about it, and they're not spo putting spoiler tags, or, like, there are YouTube uh, thumbnails that are, like, super spoilerish, so I had to just completely yeah. wipe all Final Fantasy VII stuff from all of my feeds, which is annoying, because I want to, like... Is get hyped up for it but now i'm not even like like i'm hyped for the game i'm not hyped to talk about the game because sure. there are gonna be people who have platinum the game by the time i get to it which sucks because i pre-ordered it i pre-ordered it dude like two months Damn. ago so yeah that's yeah. my that's my gripe but the no, game looks phenomenal a, i'm excited but fully, it does look fantastic i've actually i've i've wanted to i've never actually sat and played a final fantasy game before um <laughs> Do you mind, do you mind, like, or do you have a weird thing against playing, like, old games, like the PS1 version of games or something like that? Oh, no, 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 you should play the OG, because you could fly through it. They have, um, you can go through the story and whatever, but they have on the remastered version, remastered, it's not remastered, but it's just the HD version of Polygons. But if you don't mind it, they have a three times mode. So like, if you want to speed grind, for example, it makes it a lot more palatable, but you just need to go through the story, man. The story is sure. freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, Anna and I were getting close to finishing our OG campaign because she's never played through the game. And she's kind of playing it, but I'm more so playing it. And we're narrating in silly voices, which is fun. But she can't get over the Polygon characters. Oh, so, like, sure. in very dramatic scenes, it's super intense. And I'm just like, oh, my God, look at this. And she's just like, they're like triangles and squares. Because it's like <laughs> PS1 graphics. You oh, know, think yeah, Lara Croft, totally. right? Uh, yeah, so... Yeah. Anyways, no, I, I, yeah. I don't mind the polygons at all. Oh shit, something just fell in my eye. Oh damn. But oh. Um, um no, I don't mind the polygons. I mean, I love the, some of those really old games. I um the PS2 is my favorite console of all time, but I do have a lot of nostalgia for the PS1. Oh yeah. I played some N6 or some like Super Nintendo and shit. I don't care. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's fun. And um yeah, like it always looked like it was really rich with just story and lore. And it's so good. And it's so such like, a yeah, good story it. game. So yeah. Um, and yeah, the mm -hmm. trailer looked awesome. But yeah, it's such a bummer that people, honestly, what they should do if they're gonna do something, which I kind of understand, streamers are gonna get more eyes on the product. Streamers are gonna stream, but really, give them like a demo. Don't give them the whole. Well, game. we have a. Well, here's the thing. Oh yeah, give the streamers a demo. Absolutely, yeah, they a released demo. a demo uh, two weeks ago, and I've been playing the demo, which has been fun. Sure. Um, but so I got an idea of what the game's gonna look like, but it's more so story spoiler things are annoying because. I mean, that's yeah. my deal. I and I mean, if they just made a demo that didn't really have any spoiler, but really showcased the, the like the graphics, the gameplay, the feel mm -hmm. of it. And didn't really yeah. spoil any of the story and and then just gave that to everybody shit i guess give it to the streamers a week early or something but that way like they can still get the eyes on the game oh yeah without without ruining it for everyone <laughs> exactly so yeah, yeah that's something yeah. that game devs will have to figure out when i mean this whole influencer culture is still fairly new like we've always had influencers but like the tiktok influencers like people who can just kind of you know fart in a mic and do stupid stuff and eventually get like a million followers i mean that's yeah. that's fairly new in like the last five seven years but right. they're figuring their shit out but i'm oh. i'm just hoping that they fix and 
fix this issue, right? But yeah, well, once we get our BZ or our uh, M and A's excellent adventures video game going, we'll do it right. We'll do it right. We'll, do it we'll right. give it to the influencers two hours before the game drops. That's right. That's it. That's my promise to That's you. That's all they get. Oh yeah. Hell so yeah. I think we're about at time, Michael. I think so. Yeah. So I do apologize for cutting things short because I'm having nope. a phenomenal time. But if you listener liked this episode, make sure to check us out uh, on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. But even better, you should check out the visual aids on YouTube at MA's Excellent Adventures. It's just our official YouTube page. It's got the logo. We have comment sections. You can interact with our community. It's going to be awesome and fun. And if you are so inclined, please smash that like button and uh, click that subscribe button. You don't even need to follow us with the bell notification right now. We just want to get more people in this community because we want to know you too. Or we, we want to be able to hang out and chat. And yeah, maybe we'll start a Discord or something. That'd be kind of fun, right? But Ooh. that'd be kind of a good idea. But yeah, yeah. Ultimately, we just want to make sure that uh, you enjoy what you're seeing. And if you don't, Leave a comment. Email us at michaelandanthonyadventures.gmail.com. But also, we just want to have more fun. And more fun comes with you. So thanks so much for listening, everybody. Anything else, Mike, before we call it? Speaking of a Discord, that would be really cool. Um, hmm. You know, obviously, you we get enough of these subscribers. We build this little community. We could have a Discord channel specifically for story premise pitches. Ooh. And we could kind of talk through and, and find some fun premises and different ways that we can have fun with the show in there. So, you know, mm -hmm. we want to interact. We want to engage. And we want to make you a part of the story. Ooh, I like that. With that being said, Michael, everybody, have a great night. Bye-bye. Kisses. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.